Welcome to the Cubed Audio Show. Whether you are an entrepreneur, an influencer, a sole trader, starting your first business or currently running a successful business, Cubed's got you covered. We discuss topics around accountancy, tax, business advice, raising investment, helping you to manage your wealth, and marketing to scale your business. Before we start we would like to inform you all our audio shows are subject to be recorded. By accepting an invitation to speak you are granting us permission to record your presence. So let's get this show started. Okay guys, welcome to Cubed Audio Show. So today's topic is pretty interesting and that is you probably cubed you guys will probably get a lot of people as well running over to you and talking about look we're actually late for annual returns what should we do that's exactly today's topic is so uh mag do you do you get any clients like that or or first-time inquiries look we're late for our annual returns what can we do when they probably be panicking yeah i mean when we first started that was a big uh a big topic loads of people would come to us because they've received these scary letters these scary brown envelopes not just the annual returns which is what used to be called well is a confirmation statement but also the accounts um hmrc late filing you know there's lots of things that kind of trigger that uh the confirmation statement itself is not a lot of people understand what it is but the first warning letter you get from company's house is a bit scary saying we're going to potentially strike your company off after 14 days if you don't fill this fill this information in. But what it is is a summary of what's happened or if anything's changed, such as your registered address, any directors, uh, any directors' details, um, such as occupation, address, like residential address, things like that. So that is the first trigger point, and when they come to us, so we kind of get that sorted for them. However, shortly after that, they'll have to file their, their set of accounts as well. Now, the set of accounts comes with a penalty if it's late. It's instantly £150, and that goes up again to 375 750 and tops off at 1500 And if you're late in your first year, then the next year, if you go late, it doubles. So instantly, it's it's £300, and it just doubles and doubles. So it, it can really snowball. And to get that fine removed is nigh on impossible. Uh, in fact, I've never, ever experienced anyone getting it removed. Okay, and so let's say if somebody, I have a company, and I've got to get a le- letter look, you're, you're overdue, basically. And I know that means is initial penalty of £150. And how long do I have to pay that penalty? <clears throat> Um, well, you should pay it straight away, as they say. It comes with a letter saying, well, you, again, they won't fine you until you filed it. So if you get to the, after the one day late and then we file it, then within 10 days you'll receive a fine and then you should pay that within 14 days. Now, they're quite aggressive on it now. You'll get maybe two more letters from Companies House and then it goes straight to debt collectors. Debt collectors companies are purchasing these debts really cheaply from company's house and then collecting on it and they will normally follow quite quickly with ccjs and people have either got to uh normally react to a ccj they either don't want the company and they make that choice um and then it's wiped off and then they just let it die or they or they pay it but um it's it's so surprised you know so many people set up these companies and then completely forget about it. The biggest issue is when you have to resurrect a company. 
if you need to resurrect a company that's been struck off by company's house, then you'll need to file any of the old accounts, file any of the old confirmation statements, and pay any fines, plus resurrection fees, probably around £250. So it can be really pricely. And you've got to get an accountant to do it normally as well, which there's a fee in that. So it, it can be quite costly. We try, we've got a system called KPM, which has a reminder system for us internally where we reach out to them as soon as it kind of triggers to say, look, get, come back to us, let's keep on top of it. Because even though it's not our fault on fines, but when clients get fines, even though they've missed deadlines, it's always seen as the accountant. So we've learned that lesson and we really kind of almost annoy clients to just get back to us on it. Okay. Now, with that, actually, I'm, I'm going a little bit off the path here, right? But I have a question. Let's say somebody started a company year, year and a half ago and his annual returns are due, but he didn't do any business. And a lot of businesses are like that because of the COVID as well. And he probably brought in maybe a few hundred quid or whatever, you know, in the whole year, in the entire year. What would be, what, in, this, in this case, what should he do? Um, he will still need to file some accounts. Um, if there was no trade at all, you can do some dormant accounts. Now, you would need that company. I'd imagine the idea is that he's going to get bigger and bigger. You know, it's just a, a very small year. So your accountant would speak to you they should definitely you know amend their price if there has been a reduction in trade i mean that's something that me and richard have always driven since the beginning really you know we always reflect on what the companies are doing and affordability and we always take that into consideration but you should the accountant should reduce their price prepare some dormant accounts send that over to the client then we can just simply file that with company's house you then file a tax return a lot of people because they're being chased by HMI, a company's house, they file their accounts, they file the confirmation statement through the accountant, and then they don't file their CT600. Now that, even though you don't owe tax because you probably made a loss or not no profit at all, fines will occur and they will continue and continue. Now they, they go a lot slower than company's house, but again, to get it removed is very difficult. Yeah, and obviously, 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 there, you know, when you, you know, those two choices, the distinction between you've just had a little bit of trade, i.e., two or three invoices out versus no trade at all, you know, the former is still going to require a little bit of accountancy work, whereas the latter, you know, dormant is dormant, standard format, you know, virtually, you know, probably one of the lower fees you'll get with your accountant, but still, as Mark says, needing to be filed. I mean, dormant accounts. And CT600, is there a need for a CT600 with dormant accounts? Yeah, you still got to file it. Still has to be filed. However, you can then apply to HMRC, and if you say to them, we believe we're going to be dormant or, you know, or loss-making for the next three years, they will remove that CT600. Now, sending letters off is always a bit of a pain, and then you've got to then get your accountant or yourself to remember in three years' time that you might need to file it. So for me, I would just file the nil returns. You know, these accounting systems that are in place that we use, you know, you do your dormant account, you do your accounts, you do your dormant accounts, and then just simply file, file it. Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... As long as you pay it and debt collectors are not knocking at your door, you pretty much, you still have a way out. 
you know you could still obviously protect yourself yeah um people because they set up companies because it's so easy to set up limited limited companies and they they kind of do it on a bit of a whim you know so many clients we've had that have come to us with limited companies that again if they spoke to us beforehand we'd probably advise not to um or they go off and do their own and set up a company and then come to us you know they then don't think of the administrative duties you know when you're a sole trader all you've got to do is a self-assessment now there is additional duties with a limited company you know they're not complicated but they are so much better to just keep on top of again that's why we've got uh siobhan is the lady who everyone knows here and she chases down people and sends emails just saying that we need to get this we need to get that and then we try and get the information you know when people think they haven't traded or it's been dormant they kind of ignore their accountant because they think it's going to be fees but for us we would just want to keep on top of it and we always just try and reach out to clients and talk to them about what's going on brilliant 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 and obviously now that we have got our, our answers ashley one thing i wanted to ask you is what is there any changes that is happening this month or the, because it's still the start of the year really are going to happen in the next month or two that our listeners should be aware of well the self-assessment um should be in by the 31st of january however second year in a row they've pushed that now to the end of feb <laughs> excuse me now that's to avoid that hundred pound fine so that will push it back however if you have tax due then they'll charge a small amount of interest from the 31st of January onwards. So there, there is going to be that element. But again, it's very, very small. Uh, they're also, again, offering the time to pay plan, which allows people to set up payment plans for all their tax. Uh, so there is lots of little help they're doing at the minute. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would always advise to aim for that 31st. I'm at Richard, I tell you, we've still got clients coming to us now. You know, last minute, uh, you know, rushing, getting their information. And that's probably always going to be the case. As much as you try and plan and speak to clients, you know, so many of them you just don't hear for until this this week, the last week of January. You know, maybe it's just the nature of the beast and it will always be like that. But to have that prep, you know, you're, you're now rushing or you're at the back of a pile of, you know, 100 clients to get done where if you get the information in quicker, you get that extra time, you get to speak to your accountant, you get to do a bit of planning, where when it's last minute, it's it's not as effective. That's good. That's good to know anyway. And obviously, it's it's a new year, and this is our very first session. So tell me, what, what, what is your goals? What is happening with Cube? Because obviously, this is something we, we want to actually want our viewers to know anyway, all the Cube club members. Richard, you or me, I'll, I'll lead if you want. Um, yeah, 2022 is going to be a big, big year. We've just moved into our new office. Well, 16th of December uh, last year, we moved in. We had Aussie up there. We're still unpacking a little bit, but we've got some uh, bit of interior design. <laughs> Mine and Richard's touch is being added. So that's going to be, that's going to be sorted this year. Uh, as we spoke with you guys, we're going to be making a, a bit of a filming studio. One of the rooms is going to be a filming studio, which we're setting up, and it's going to have some podcasts and some YouTube videos, and it's going to be a huge push on on the marketing side of things. Um, the end of last year, we set up a Galway office. 
over in Ireland to try and help with the Brexit planning and a few clients that had a few issues over there, well, where they were moving things around outside of the UK. So we kind of set up that solution. You know, there might be further international plans. You know, we, we were speaking about America and Dubai and things like that. So there's lots of exciting things. And just building that client base, you know, we picked up some really, really cool and interesting clients, you know, even in the last, this month. So we want to build on that, build a reputation and uh, get the marketing going and build our own internal team as well. Yeah, well, I say, you know, even today we've, we've picked up a client which um, is, good, is certainly going to uh, add to our, our kudos, if you like, because it's, uh, it, it's increasing our penetration, our exposure to the film industry. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people from the film industry, you know, and the grants that are available are a relatively complex process. But, you know, those things are always minded that the fact that what they can do is they can get pre-clearance. So we're we're starting to develop with two or three clients now a standardized way of dealing upfront ahead of any investment into any film or TV projects, getting in and revenue clearance ahead of the, the first fundraise, and then enabling those guys who are looking to fund these uh, movies and TV, um, you know, platform streaming events in advance so they can go out and that adds to the attractiveness of that investment to an individual because you're effectively going to get a guaranteed tax credit and for the higher rate taxpayers it gives them the ability to invest in maybe exciting areas that they they maybe they've made their money in one industry and now they're looking to get involved in another and they can do that you know at a, at a very low marginal cost due to the the tax benefit i mean just to reiterate what mark was saying for cubed 2022 is about is about the new office space it's about ensuring that our original vision of what that might look like and what services we can offer from there you know basically hits that target that expectation so when you walk into the cubed office not only is it a firm for accountants but it's actually a space that you might want to work in, it's a space that you might want to communicate, you might want to record your own podcast in. And of course, as you both know, uh, you know, we're planning to take on probably another dozen uh, staff over the next 12 months. Mark touched on some of the other interesting clients, especially coming out of Dubai. Uh, we, you know, we're giving consideration in maybe having some form of formal relationship with some of the planners in, in the Emirates. And we've definitely got expansion plans, which we're already pursuing into the United States and probably half a dozen states. So, you know, global extension, uh, you know, out building our capacity at home and making the cubed office just not just a place where bookkeeping gets done, but a place that all of our clients can come to, can use the facilities, can share, can, you know, bounce ideas off and actually feel that it's every time they they leave, they leave with uh, something they didn't either didn't know before or an opportunity that we've presented to them. So uh, certainly building from the water side. Yeah, you know, the other thing is, it's, it's finding our brand. You know, as we spoke about last year, we had this massive growth in client base. It was just huge, you know. Speaking to Ozzy when we first met, just telling them about that growth and even speaking to clients now, 
and it just grew and grew and we built our team. But now we're trying to build a bit of a brand, you know, about who we are. And we're also trying to build scalability where you're building systems. So clients came in before and they'd ask to speak to me or Richard. And then it was, you know, it was either one of us to handle it. And now it's a process of how do we get that client on board? How do we get them signed up to newsletters, advert, you know, campaigns? How do we get them shown that they are our client out there? It's now building that, you know, and, and when we talk about the brand, we always want it to be a cool office. You know, we've just ordered a load of hoodies for all our clients, for all our customers, sorry, staff, you know, polos and things like that. It, it's building the brand that we wanted to. And that's what we're looking forward to having this podcast room and speaking to clients about how they grow, you know, finding out not just about, you know, accountancy questions, but sat around having a chat with them saying, right, well, what did you learn and how did you learn it and what systems because we're going through that growth stage ourselves. So to speak to other new clients or clients that have been trading for a long time is going to be quite invaluable to us, but also to you know our, our clients as well. So we want to try and get that across. The massive and great ideas. And that's why, you know what, like I love, I love working with you guys because you guys thinking outside the box and more importantly, you're concentrating on your brand and brand is not about how your logo looks, how's your website looks. It's all about connectivity, how on, on a deeper level with your clients. And that's exactly what you guys are doing, you know, which is tremendous, tremendous, you know. And in a few weeks' time, we have to actually have a podcast in this room about your Cube Division and Cube Digital Service as well, the other arms that you're expanding from Cube Consultancy. This is something we have to talk about as well, you know. So this is other projects that I'm also excited for, you know. That's going to be a huge project for us because we've got so many clients that ask us for that kind of element of advice. And, and that's something we really want to push because we've got some great people like yourself working and great ideas for all of us that we can help our clients grow. Uh, actually, we're going to have a really interesting guest come up to the new office, which is going to be our local politician who reached out to us. So wow. He's going to be coming up. <laughs> yeah, he's coming up. Uh, email back today he's coming up in february sometime to meet all the team and see what great things cubes are doing and meet all the staff so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good yeah the right honorable member for harpenden so uh, maybe we can kick off off these regular interviews with him if we can get that um, recording space in place and operational by the middle of february maybe you guys can come and uh and help us set it up because because he, he will certainly be wanting to get out there because he, he's a relatively new MP. He was he, he took the seat from Peter Lilly, who'd been an MP for the area for 30 years. But he's now just served his, you know, his first term. And of course, you know, as a new MP finding his feet, he wants to make sure that his brand and his recognition and him being a man of Harpenden is you know, going to connect with the sort of 70,000 voters that he relies on for, you know, ultimately for his job. So that's a very exciting. So I'm thinking that that should probably be the first one, actually. Yeah, well, the, the next week we're really going to be spending, we're just kind of consolidating, getting all the tax returns done. But next week we're going to be getting that room kind of finished. So Mirage will be um, giving us yeah, more ideas, studio setups and... He's the wizard at this, so um, <laughs> the aim is to get that started because, you know, we've actually got some people asking about it already. We had some really good girls come in yesterday that do We Are Harpenden and We Are St. Albans, and, 
you know, people like that are perfect of where an idea came out during COVID time. You know, the things like that, are, they're great to hear. You know, everyone that owns a business has a story, you know. So Absolutely. we're going to find out about more. Absolutely. And in, and in fact, how they started their business, because their business that they, they've created, the pair of them, was born out of lockdown and was born out of redundancy. So rather than sit there and, you know, and just feel sorry for themselves, they went out, got local, engaged, and started to build an offering that at a local level will certainly start to bring people in. So, you know, they are currently, I think, they don't actually have an office space themselves. So them coming in to our expanded space, you know, it's certainly a facility that we would want to share with people who are making the connections on a day-by-day basis with the people that we're trying to bring on as clients. By the sound of it, it's going to be like a little cubed community that will just grow with time. That's, you know what? That is the plan. It, it is going to be like that. You know, them girls came in yesterday. They had no idea about, you know, the accountancy side of things. And, and we just, we spent that time with them and just had a chat. And that's just, you know, that's what we built Cubed on. It was quite nice doing that yesterday. Got a little chat with them and telling them things. And I don't know about Richard, but I really enjoyed that. And just watching people who were genuinely interested in expanding their business, but didn't, you know, didn't know the, that side of things, you know, was very good at graphic design, very good at, you know, social media and building things, but that element and that solid foundation of the accounts just kind of blew their mind and didn't want to get involved. So, and also, also, I mean, I you couldn't, we, I couldn't help but think, you know, two years ago, that was me and Mark, you know, you know, two years ago that we had that uncertainty, you know, we knew the things we could control, you know, the people, you know, the, the, the offering, the services we could provide, but we couldn't actually make customers want to be, part of the cube journey however as we've expanded you know we have tried things some things have succeeded some things have failed and you know we, we literally it was almost it was almost if you'd filmed that yesterday mark you know that that of itself was an interesting podcast in the making podcast because, a piece you know, of content that a lot of people could resonate and can connect with well even more so that i went down to them in the middle of covid when we didn't really have many clients we were a very small office and spent a bit of time with them at their house speaking about accounts when this idea was pretty fresh. So to see now that they've got 83 subscribers and also to bring them to our office where we kind of expanded was, it was quite nice actually. And it's slightly more than, you know, subscribers, isn't it? You know, they've got 83 engaged members of the We Are Harpenden community. That's right, yeah. So, you know, you imagine, you know, the connections and the synergies between our mm. two businesses, especially because, you know, we've effectively pitched base camp in the county of, of opportunity in Harpenden, you know, in that community that more and more people are wanting to come to anyway, as people have, are leaving the towns, you know, they're looking for the, you know, the Buckinghamshire's, the Harfordshire's, and it can only move in one direction. Hope And hopefully, as Mark said, you know, we were we were help we were looking to help them. We said, "How can we help you?" I think they were almost surprised that, you know, we would genuinely be more or less giving our time for nothing in the in the early stages. But that again has been an ingredient that we've tried and has been successful. And you know what? It a lot of people lately I hear it like obviously you provided a value to them and they remembered you now. And these days, a lot of people turn around and say, "You know what? My time is money, and my time is money." Excuse my French, but it's absolutely bull. Because 
at this start, you have to provide value. You don't care whether your, your, your time is money or not. Do you know? You do not get paid for, for basically, for, 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 for your time. You get paid for the amount of value you provide to your clients. And that's what people don't understand, you know, and that's why you worked so hard on your foundation. And obviously it's paying off now. Well, 100%, you know, they needed that system, but, it, you know, it's free to be nice, you know. It's actually okay to be nice and, and to give them bits away. I mean, when, when me and Ozzy, well, Mirage as well, they gave that advice, you know, whenever we speak to clients, you, you're not signing them up straight away. You're speaking to them about the situation. You're 100%. giving them advice. So we are now in a position, following speaking to you guys, to do some YouTube videos, which is going to give, you know, a little snippet, 30 seconds or a minute on a subject that people might have a query about. And it is, it is giving. Well, I suppose it is giving it away. Absolutely. But it, but it's that's you know, it's that extra mile. You know, it, it's that support, making it approachable that actually they can speak to us. You know, we had a a girl who did a, a I don't know if it's the right term, a shout out on Instagram, and she summarised yeah. it perfectly. You know, she said, "I was petrified in account and I left it too late." And she actually said, "Mark said to me, if he's not saving at least double uh, his fee." then your accountant shit, you know, and I was listening to it going, I wonder how this is going to go. But the inquiries were mental. They just, just kept coming and coming and coming. And it was these people who had been petrified to speak to an accountant because they'd been so intimidated. And it was just having that friendly chat, you know, you, you didn't sign them all, but you gave some advice and you listened to everyone about the business. And you know, it was, it was quite nice. She really summarized it quite well, Richard, didn't she? Yeah, I mean, I I thought, I mean, I was a bit like you. It's like you know, on the on the face of it, it was very blunt to the point. But she represents thousands, you know, if not hundreds of thousands of men and women who are sitting there, you know, petrified that talking to an accountant will cost them money. We always say, you know, not talking to an accountant will cost you more. Now she phrased it slightly, you know, in the vernacular. If your accountant's not saving at least double his fees, he's shit. But actually, that, <laughs> that, that, that is language that the worried communities out there with their one, two-year businesses understand because they are probably all thinking the way she was thinking. And so for her to you know, articulate it the way that she felt it clearly resonated. And, as, you know, and that, as Mark said, that one shout-out is now into double figures of new clients. Yeah, and sometimes... So thank you. Yeah, so thank and so, you very much. And sometimes it's the best strategy to be raw and blunt and just think the way you you are, speak the way you actually think about about your client or who you're working with, which about about your partners, you know. So sometimes yeah, it is the best strategy. On, you need to speak on the same level as your client, and be, for them to have the freedom of speech and be able to just talk to you about anything. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get the question about is this allowable? Isn't that allowable as an expense? Which you know, people really do run through their mind, you know. There's occasions when you speak to people and go, well, of course you're allowed your phone to go through. And you go, oh, right. And then you get a question of, well, no, of course you can't put your holiday through or, or, or things like that. But having that open approach, you know, when we first met, we, you got that impression from me and Richard that it's open, you can talk to us and we're friendly. But to get that out to the wider audience that's the next stage. That's the next stage for Cubed, for me, for 2022, to get that, put a face on the brand and know that we're approachable. So. And, and also, you know, every other time, you know, this is probably a stupid question, is, a, you know, is an opening sentence that a lot of new clients start with. You know, this is probably a stupid question. And no, stop right there. 
There is no such thing as a stupid question because if you don't understand something, you can bet your bottom dollar that there's tens of thousands of people also thinking exactly the same thing. And if you don't ask, you'll never learn. If you don't learn, you'll never move forward. Yeah, absolutely. You let you live and learn in there. And when you learn, it doesn't really matter. Like well, you have to use what you learn in it in order to grow. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, Mark said it. You know, kindness costs nothing. The only thing it costs is your time. And you know, in in traditional nine to five terms, you know, we're now looking to build capacity, which means a lot of those hours we're both spending you know, nurturing, teaching, coaching, bringing some of the team through, giving them the confidence to act unilaterally, you know, encouraging them to be confident, encouraging them to make their own decisions, which means that if we're, you know, whereas in the past we may have had, you know, when we started, we may have maybe had 10 clients. We had plenty of nine to five time where we could do business development. But now that, that, that nine to five time is fully allocated. So if we want to carry on expanding and carry on growing, carry on, you know, widening the services and reaching new clients, you know, we have to work outside of those hours. So, you know, like, what is it now? It's half past eight at night, you know, at, at 5.30 tomorrow morning, I've got a phone call booked with a client, you know, because you need to do what you need to do. If you do nothing, as someone once said, nothing happens. Absolutely. It's uh, it's gone off topic of the uh, late yeah. final, but I've, I've loved this call. I've yeah, really same, this same. And um, split it into two. Don't worry, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's nice. I like hearing about you know the plans and stuff and bouncing off ideas about what works, what doesn't, and an experience of well different skill sets. You know, even yeah. mine and Richard's skill sets are very different. But you've also got Mirage there with his you know video background and, and you've got Aussie there with the marketing side well, both of them with different skills but very good so it's it's good we it's all good. walk this. it off together isn't it like you know that's the main yeah. thing you know well, well, well nobody ever had all the best ideas themselves no and it's, it's arrogant to think like that and actually it's going to hold your business back if you think like that you know surround yourself with people with complementary with additional and ultimately better skills than yours because it's a virtuous circle. You know, at Cube, there's no, there's no, um, you know, preciousness about, oh, this is him, this is her. It's like, you know, how can we best serve the client? And if we need to hire somebody who knows how to make a video, knows that we should be, that we should have the office as the backdrop rather than the wall as a backdrop, you know, we're going to, we're going to take those ideas on board because they've done it before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's before we wrap up today's call. I want to actually say one thing. We, as a cubed team, like we're providing real value to real people in the real world, you know, and the topics we're going to be covering in the next few weeks, because we already discussed these topics and they're going to be phenomenal as well. It would be so beneficial to even the existing clients of anyone, anyone want to know. So next week, we'll be discussing the best text optimization tips for the year 2022. This is something no one wants to miss. Then the week after the next, we're going to be discussing furlough actually scheme, the after effects of furlough scheme on businesses, you know, and what they should do, you know, if they're struggling, still struggling, and still actually finding really hard to get back onto their feet, you know. And the last, I think, topic, uh, the fourth week um, from this day onwards, would be we'd be discussing about taxes on cryptocurrencies. 
So these are some amazing, amazing topics, and we're giving away all this valuable content for absolutely nothing. Why? Because we want to make a difference. We want people to understand we're actually providing real value to real people in the real world. So that's that's pretty much it, guys. Is there anything else you guys want to add on to it? No, that's it. Thank you very much again, and um, have a good uh, rest of the week, everyone. And uh, we'll see, be here next week. Absolutely. Thanks very much, guys. Have a fantastic evening. Been a pleasure. Take care. Bye. You've got plans, ideas, dreams to achieve great things and leave your mark on the world. Whether you are an entrepreneur, an influencer, a sole trader, starting your first business or a seasoned business owner and leader. Reaching your goals can be difficult to do on your own. Give yourself the best chance for success by removing worry and stress. After all, you spend a lot of your time working, so you need to make every minute count. Cubed Consultancy is large enough to meet all your financial needs, but still small enough to know your name when you call. We give each of our clients the individual attention they deserve. Finances might seem boring and time-consuming for you, but they aren't for us. From accountancy and bookkeeping, to tax and payroll services, business advice, raising investment, and even helping you to manage your wealth, Cubed's got you covered. We help our clients save time so they can achieve freedom. So focus on what you want. Focus on what you love. Dream big. Innovate. And create. And take some time for yourself. Leave the rest. To us.